0: I love this. Stuff. It's not playing. Look inside,
1: look inside your tiny mind, and look a bit harder. Cause we're so uninspired so sick and tired of all the hatred you harbor. So you say. It's not okay, okay to be gay, but well, I think you're, you're just, just evil. You're just some racist who can't tie my laces. Your point of view is it's medieval. medieval. <laughs> fuck, you. Fuck, you. fuck you, fuck you very, very hard. Cause we hate what, what you do. do, and we hate your whole cruise. So please don't stay in touch.
2: Welcome to the Hot Flush, the world's premier podcast for the perimenopausal. You're joined by me, Kate Murphy. Oh I see. AKA Mrs. Woog, and my sidekick.
0: Uh, Kim Berry. AKA <laughs> Kim Berry. <laughs> <laughs> Got a little oh,
2: question nurse. this week. Why do I you know we're I feminists know. and why do we call ourselves that? And um,
0: just for a joke. Yeah, it just started out that way. Anyway, how was your week? Oh, well, I'd like to say there were ups and downs, but really the whole thing was just a pig trough. (laughs) Please explain. Gosh, where, okay, no, okay, how am I going to, hmm, okay, we need to do an Oscar update following Mm -hmm. last week's episode. Let's do that now. All right, so this week then featured, um, in Australia there were... Two public holidays this week, so there were three non consecutive working days. And if you know Australians to any degree, any opportunity to take a day off work or to take a little sneaky holiday will be taken. Yes. So you I have think, the work ethic of a gnat. Yes. Uh, I do remember someone once saying that once Melbourne Cup rolls around at the beginning of November, you can kiss any sort of Australian productivity goodbye until Australia, Australia Day.
2: You know who said that? Who? Me. You said it. Mm-hmm. I Sweet. do.
0: From Melbourne Cup to Australia Day is basically a write-off. Yes. And because Easter and Anzac Day fell in the same around the same period of time this year, everyone just went, whew. Well, we've been back at work for a whole month and a half, so let's just—or two months. Let's um, let's just take another. Let's just take another break. So, Oscar's situation was that we reached the point on the Thursday before Good Friday that he was not going to be able to go back to Bunnings because we hadn't secured the extension to his transition to work funding, um, and uh, that was that. So. Fast forward to this week. After I had, um, you know, written to our local MP, been in contact with a number of um, media people. Who is your local MP? Jason Falinski. Mm -hmm. So he was incredibly helpful when we had issues with Centrelink with Felix last year in high school, Um, and a few of our friends who are in that political sort of sphere and realm say that he's a really good egg. He's a good moderate. He's a liberal MP. Um, and I have to say, his staff are remarkable. Um, good. And I That's kind of, so good. And I kind of figure if you have remarkable staff, you tend to be, be, a, be a nice, nice person. person. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Uh, he's Not like Fraser Annings, friends. Uh, he's on my ranty list. Oh, God. Uh, so Chop, chop. Anyway, um, the upshot of it all is is that, yes, Oscar is now ready to go into the workplace in a supported environment in terms of... There's another government program, not related to the NDIS, where you have a you can have an advocate or a support person who just helps you find a job, mm-hmm. and then once you're in that job, if there are any issues along the way, you know, like your job changes or there's you, you can call on those people. So he's now ready to go into that phase. The issue for job support in getting there, the recompensed for basically their ethical standards of supporting him even while trying to get the appeal, that's that's still a problem. That's still an outgoing issue. But but of course, the now we're in the space that Bunnings apparently is having a nationwide staff freeze. So Oscar, who has been working at Bunnings for two years and just over two years, for free, because you know that's part of transition to work with the whole guiding sort of motivation of it being that he would then get a job at Bunnings. Now, looks like he won't get a job at Bunnings. And I now have a week to break that to him. Oh Jesus. So I don't want to I don't want to badmouth Bunnings at this point because I have not heard that directly from Bunnings. That has come to me through job support. I have contacted HR at Bunnings, but that was on Friday when Ninety-seven percent of Australia was taking holiday, so this week coming will be now getting like finding out, um, you know, basically where that where that's at, and I, once I have a better picture and a response and have spoken to Bunnings, will then determine whether I unleash the hounds. <laughs> so at the... It, it,
2: can I say that to me? We've only just had a quick catch up before we started recording. I, I think that that leash is pretty tight. Yeah. <laughs> Would it be? Yeah. Sp- your hand away taught.
0: from your mouth. The leash is taut, really straining. The um. So I sent a letter when I sent the email to Bunnings on Friday. I said to I said this is who Oscar is. Um. This is what he's been doing. He's been working at Bunnings for you know over two years and. Um, and this is how he describes his day. He has never come home without saying "good day, mum," and telling me this is what he does when he's there. And Oscar's sole purpose in life is to get a job, and that job he wants is to be at Bunnings. Yep. And all he wants is that and bloody um, red shirt.
2: And all of the um, the local regulars would know him. Oh yeah, you know he, he
0: helps. He now oh, helps he's customers. Lovely. He helps like elderly people take stuff to their car. I mean, it's... Oh, he's just a delight. He's a delight. He He is is actually the embodiment of of what Bunnings would want their employees to be. absolutely. So... There is not one nasty...
2: There's not one nasty... No. Fiber. No. Of his makeup. No. Everything is joy.
0: So I said to them, I want you to... I want anyone in your leadership team and your management crew to remember what it's... A job that they had that they loved, that they were either made redundant from or that they lost or that was changed without anything that they did, whether they didn't do anything wrong, they didn't do, you know, and they had no idea it was coming and how that made them felt. And then I want them to then come over to my house and tell Oscar that that is what is happening to him because I can't do it. I think that's fair enough. I know exactly how it feels because of when I was made redundant from Thomson Reuters. I love that job. And I, had, I, I was blindsided. I had no idea it was coming. And I did, like, it took me months and months and months. And it took me 15 months financially to recover from it. Yeah. And I'm like, and they're going to do that to Oscar. Like to, to an, a moderately intellectually handicapped person who lives and breathes that goddamn place and all he wants in life is to work there. And they're potentially going to turn around and go oh we've got to staff for it. It's like they don't. I even, don't think that's going to happen. To us. They don't even need to pay him because he's has got a disability. They don't even pay them the full salary. Yeah, no, I don't think it's going to get to that. So I don't think it's going to get to that point, so to to that point either. Um, and so, but I do. Um, I just want everyone to be prepared. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that if it does. So sure, um, that's about my week. That's the Oscar update. But oh. Yeah, we'll come to your update. But I just want to say one more thing about it. So has got possession of the ball quite a bit so I do. far. I know. This. Yeah, look, I know. I did it last week too, didn't I? I was very, very greedy with the ball. Or the conch. I have the conch. I'm going to give you the fucking conch in there. <laughs> so, but one thing I just want to say about it is, you know, Oscar's 21. And so I've been dealing with this special needs shit for a very long time. Basically for t- 20 years and, and, and 50 weeks. And uh, I think, you know, I'm only now acknowledging the impact it has on me when, when an incident or an issue comes yeah. up. I have spent the last two decades basically operating in the zone of like just head down and just get it done. Mm-hmm. You just get in there and just do what you gotta do. It's just that's just how it is. It's the cars that've been dealt, we just gotta go. Mm. And but in doing that All the actual, the way it physically makes me feel in terms of scared and angry and worried and everything in between, sad, I just, I've just pushed it Mm. because I've just been like, no, no, you just got to keep going. Do you think that's maybe
2: something to do with the fact that we are going to talk about this later, you've just had a
1: shitty
0: week. I think that sort of correlates with... Well, that's the thing. yeah. And I actually said, I actually have realised that this week has actually been... Representative yeah. of, of of physically and emotionally what this does to what this does to you. And so the panic attacks that I was having on Wednesday when basically Woogs and a couple of our other friends, Amanda and Caro and Sam, just basically talked me off the ledge all day. I was at work and I just basically kept sort of texting them going. Okay, I just had to leave the building again just because I thought I was going to suffocate. And, okay, I've just, you know, and then the bus trip home was one of, like, was back to the, as bad as they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I was, like, at one point where I was on the bus and I thought, I've got to get off. I was on the Burnt Creek Deviation coming down. You didn't get off, though. No. Yeah, Because I just went, no, no. No, no. It's just, your brain's being mean. If you get off, then it's one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it wasn't even that. It was, I just, it was that whole cognitive, it was that whole CBT moment, that cognitive behavior therapy going, you're okay. Let's you're look at okay. the evidence. Just keep your breathing, feet flat on the floor, take a, take twice as long to exhale as you're taking in air, just, this is your brain being mean, well, my, just, you know, and yeah. My, so,
2: yeah. My anxiety
0: always comes up. I'm going to eat a and cheese now,
2: Okay, My anxiety always comes up when I have like, stress, um, and I think you'd had a week of really bad stress, mm. and, it, and it manifests itself in mm. your body trying to protect yourself. It's trying to help you through a really... But it tells lies. Yeah. Um But it actually has... The weirdest thing about anxiety, it actually has your best interest at heart mm. in a strange sort of way. It's just that sometimes... You know, and I was listening to something this week and we we're all sort of born with a blueprint in our brain and then it can deviate from there. Right. And half of us sort of take the drama, take the dramatic code. But no. um, I think you did the right thing by reaching out to friends and yeah. um, and we were all sort of checking on you all day. And no. that's better, it's better. I like You know, I've called Ash K in the middle of a supermarket before Yeah. and said, Ash, I'm in trouble, you yeah. know. And, but by keeping it in... Oh, it's just so much worse. It's like a circuit breaker, mm. and also you hadn't slept. No, you hadn't slept, and, and, and if you do not sleep, yeah. I promise you, you get
0: run down, mm. and and these things can
2: sneak up on you.
0: Yeah, and it was so. And of course, I'd had over that Easter long weekend, I had had two really God good nights it. of sleep, and then the night before I had to go back to work. Yeah. I got four hours and four broken hours. It was I like having a newborn? Yeah, yeah, and then getting up and facing the world. Yeah, and going to work and trying to actually be coherent. On top of do you have and... a friend at work yet? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can't push that
2: either, but you'll someone will rise to the top. Yeah. And, yeah. And um, so so talk it out, girls. And I know a lot of you do. And I must get say
0: some of that because part of you and the thing, of course, is with the talking it out is you think, oh, I'm just being silly. No. 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 And. When and I just, you're just being real. A, you're just being a drama queen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love that one. Which is what I was un- told my entire childhood.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, and if you if you if you don't understand, if you, I do believe that even if you haven't been through it, you can understand it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, and women of just, our
2: age, it's becoming
0: more and more yeah common. And you know, I really yesterday was torrid because I had a forty-five minute phone call with Jobs. That cheese and
2: Becky didn't last very long. <laughs>
0: on you so I had a 45 minute phone call with i was just gonna letter. go mow the lawn to, and then I had to oh and then I got the email and then I had a whole email exchange with um Jason Falinski's office and then I wrote the letter to uh, Bunnings by which point I was shaking like a leaf and um why was I telling you that oh yeah and so I just and then you know I then I actually had to do work. I've only been in this job for three weeks, and it's, I've got a lot of like my job. There's actually a lot of work that I've, so dance, I have. Dance monkey dance. Anyway, so I came. Yeah, so by the time I got home last night, I made. Is it alright? Yeah, I made myself probably. I, I made margaritas for about six people. <laughs> Which I then sucked down <laughs> as I was watching uh, Captain and Captain America: The Winter Soldier. It was a great movie, and they um, met the eighteen margaritas, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> but then Bronwyn and Marina, we did a we did a three way Messenger Facebook Messenger phone call, and it just mm, so it's, you talk to your friends, mm-hmm. and we sat there and we totally worked out a solution, which is basically that we're still going to just keep sending Oscar to Bunnings. Yeah. <laughs> Bron- see and and Bromwin's quite can be really quite authoritarian and scary. She's like you're Bronwyn. and yeah. so, so I'm just like she could just go in and like flash a card of some sort. Yeah, like, just here to uh, just here to mo- monitor Oscar. Okay. Well, speaking of like being fine, just quickly,
2: we've got a friend of ours, um, Megan Blandford, who we met through blogging. And we have. She has got a new book, out, a new book out called "I Am Fine and Other Lies." <laughs> and we are launching. We've been asked to launch uh, Megan Blandford's book. It will be in Sydney um, on. July 5th by will confirm. We would love to see as many of you come to that book launch yeah. to talk about something that's really important. Megan Blanford is a great writer, all-around
0: top chick and we love. All-around top chick. And part of the the blogging old guard. The old guard. I um mm. I had an interesting week. we were just talk about me. Yeah, we can talk about you now. I have okay. another
2: chat. Um I got through. Well, <laughs> Basically, I I, I, spent, uh, I spent a lot of it cultivating a certain cystic acne on my cheek. <laughs> it was actually something I wrote about. I had people checking Didn't in on Didn't we talk me. about it last week? Was it there already last week? I
0: think it was. Yeah, okay. Well, there's an update then, Kim. Just like I had an update. You yes. had an update. Yes. Little fifty-fifty 50 50
2: around <laughs> here. Um, I couldn't stop touching it, so eventually it came to the head, and
0: I just it was a two day surgical going in. Did you get that end result yeah. where, where the core sort of just yeah. you actually can feel it? Yeah, it's like, like little, I lost a kilo, a little dull sound of it as it comes yeah, out. Yeah, it wasn't dull, it was quite
2: roaring. <sighs> Um, and then, at like, five people came to its funeral, of course. Um, they also had a really interesting thing happen to me on Anzac Day. I went to the local, because I'm on the board of the local rugby club, of course I am. Of course she is.
0: Um, I do not very much. But anyway, I, I can put that on my CV when I have to get a real job. When you have to get a real job and they say um, any other, like, volunteer work and, that's, yes. you know, you just go, yes, I'm at a local rugby club. Yeah, who are, like,
2: celebrating 100 years, and we haven't. Oh. Anyway, so, um, we have the dawn service at 8 o'clock, which I think is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, this is why 22-year-old men are fucking stupid, right? Mm-hmm. So, they're, uh, like, <laughs> the, the, um, the rugby boys, whatever, are on cooking the barbecue, and instead of having it started like as the service started so when the two million people came over to the barbecue they've already got like they're not just putting on sausages oh my god so that was irritating oh my god i was on the cash register like 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 made to order oh yeah and mrs rath and i she was on bread i was on cash register and we were just like you fucking idiots you fucking idiots But they were all on the, on the cans They were all having beers Oh Yeah At um, 9 o'clock in the morning Well that's true Anzac Dad. You know that's really no, that, yeah, That's was, respecting the That vacations. was just making me More irritated Yeah but I was I to... have issues I'm, I'm coming up To talk okay. Um, I They didn't have any dark Coke So I had Coke sugar free Which I don't know like. Anyway But I, there was a massive line And I was like Fuck you stupid boys And Mrs. Rath Was going off Because I couldn't even Like
0: do it properly Anyway, do you think they were not doing it properly because they knew you guys would just take over and then they could just go and sit on the hill and get drunk? Oh, I wasn't taking over. I had
2: to do PR anyway. So the line started moving. Everyone had fifty dollars notes because we live on the North Shore, of course. Mm. Um, so it, and it was a gold coin donation going to the diggers. Mm. And this man came towards me. I was like, "Holy shit, that's Peter Fitzsimmons!" And I was like. Oh, do I say anything? Because like I followed him on Twitter and I sort of like tried to engage him. All in... oh, right, yes. I tried to engage him on Twitter, but, but he just he he didn't follow me or anything. He ignored me. Oh, but so he was so tall and gregarious and a big, large personality, mm. and he was commanding the line. You know what I mean? So mm. I thought, like, oh, fuck it. I'm just gonna say hello. So I said, um he asked for what he wanted, I gave him the change, and I said. Oh, I just need to let you know that I follow you on Twitter and I I think you're so clever. You're such a good writer and I read your column every weekend and, and he looks at me.
0: And he goes, I'm not on Twitter. Oh, now,
2: Peter Fitzsimmons would probably be the most prolific tweeter in the country. Yeah, right? well, he
0: probably tweets, if you if you sort of accept that he puts out a 900-page book every month, <laughs> he tweets like at least that every day. Yeah, he's a, he's a good writer too.
1: Yes. Anyway,
2: so... But I had said it in front of a thousand people, <laughs> like all of the people behind the barbecue, all the people that were lining up in front of the barbecue because the stupid boys didn't get the sausage out quick enough, and I almost died.
1: <laughs> anyway. I kind of wish
2: I'd been there so I could go,
0: "Loser!" <laughs> like, I,
2: what did I say? I super turbo fangirled him. Um,
0: Turbo fangirl. So
2: I put it up on <laughs> on because um, I'm a sharer. So I put it up on Instagram, like just telling the story. And then bloody Holly Burns from News cc'd him in and his wife in Lisa. Eh? Uh, and then I was like, Jesus, Holly, must you? And she's like, Yeah, they'll think it's funny. Five seconds later, who's following me on Twitter? Peter. Peter Fazio. <laughs> Anyway, and um, then the, the president, ex-president, Mr. Heaven, um, got in contact with me and told me that was indeed someone called John Palfreyman. Hi, John Palfreyman. I'm sure you're an <laughs> avid listener. <laughs> and that's how I mistook John Palfreyman for Peter Fitzsimmons. Who is John Palfreyman?
0: Have we, like, have we, you know, have <laughs> okay. we like stalked him? Shall <laughs> I look him up on LinkedIn? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure he's got an AVO out of me. <laughs> He sounds like he sounds like someone quite. Uh, what, and like, I showed you a picture of John Palfreyman. Yeah, similarity. Oh, this was this was a people. This was a very legitimate miss. Um, whatever the you word is. You know how
2: everyone always thinks that I look like Sophia Loren.
0: Yes, it's like that. Yeah, and that you look like Magda Zabanski. <laughs> I love Magda Zabanski. I know she's I beautiful. Played, I played in uh, at, in 1990 at our end of school review. I played. Um, Magda Zabanski off Fast Forward's character uh, who used to interview all the sports Pixie. Stars. Pixie. Pixie Ann Wheatley. <laughs> uh-huh. Did the whole thing. Had a big, like, you know, maxi dress on, uh, top knot, like, with the hair. Shout out to Magda Sabanski. She is. We like, I adore you. her. Like, I adore her. Oh, I adore her. Hey, um, John Palfreyman is a non-executive <gasps> director. I'm not sure this goes against any sort of... escape. He's been there for 14 years. <laughs>
2: shit. Is that legal to even... I no. suppose if it's in the public era.
0: Oh, no, it's, 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 anyway,
2: he's a lovely man who... who well, He was a good sport. He could have actually just said, yeah, thanks for reading, to be honest. Oh, what? <laughs> he
0: was probably just so like, who are you? But he is on Instagram, apparently. Oh, God, is he? I'm going to look him up and follow him. I, iPScape's vision. No, I think that's enough. Oh, you sure? Yeah, I don't want any more legal problems. Well, it's not a legal problem. Not mistaken identity.
2: And then that led me to reshare another thing that happened to me when I was at uh, Macro Foods in Crow's Nest. Oh, yeah. Years ago. Yeah. And the woman in front of me looked so familiar. And I'm like, oh, my God, she... And it was just when my book had come out. And she was my English teacher <gasps> at school. Yeah. And so I'm looking at her and I'm like, oh, God, that was so, cool. I'm so Tap, tap, tap. Said, Excuse me. I said, um, did you teach at Abbotsley, like, during the late 80s, early 90s? And I said, because... I, you taught me and I my, I became a writer and now I've just got a book out with Alan and Unwin um, you know and isn't how good am I type thing like yeah. and she's like no i never taught there and I said yes you did you did <laughs> <His> <laughs> there. and she said oh, I, well, I am a teacher but I've never taught at that school and then I looked at her and I went fuck Jeanette Howard
0: oh <gasps> <gasps> Oh my god you just made period blood squirt into my sanitary <laughs> <family> pad <laughs> fucking jeanette howard <coughs> are
2: you okay oh my god this is the funniest story in the world here i am telling jeanette howard oh how she god. was wrong she was wrong and she was my english teacher for the hsc oh god but you, you know when you hilarious. see somebody out of context but you know you know them yes so when we Another one? No, no. Oh, there is yes, plenty. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave you there. When we were at Rick Morton's book launch. Yes. Speaking of oh, super God. super fat turbo fangirling. <sighs> um,
0: there was it was a who's who of the literary world in that room, and and, and Kim, Kim and me. <laughs> Kim and I. Uh, yes, you you and I, and then a lot of incredibly successful, competent humans in the paid workforce. <laughs> and Kim and I was there too. Yeah, the three of us rounding out the,
2: uh, <laughs> bringing down the IQ level, down just, the tone. <laughs> we were quite drunk that
0: night. Oh god, we? I got hammered, mm. hammered, and I don't really like doing that. And then you did that thing where you you just did your like, oh. we're going, and I was like, oh, and then we 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 stayed and I on. I remember
2: that night. A lady was talking to a lady, and she asked me out on a date. She was so lovely, and I was like, oh, you know, you're really lovely to talk to, and you're really nice. I said, but I'm, I'm married, and I've got kids, and she was like, what a shame. <laughs>
0: well, it is. Oh, for you, it might be. Yeah. I'm doing all right, but she was so nice, and I felt really bad. Oh, you could have just, you know, muff-dived out in the back alley. Kim, I have oh. no problem with people <laughs> doing whatever they want, but that is not
2: who I am, okay. and I am a friend of the gays. You know that. I do I'd know that. 10 years... Mm. Marching in rallies. You did. Um, but I'm just straight and I can't help that. No. Yeah. No. I was going somewhere. Super fangirling. So, out of the corner of the eye, I see Lee Sales, who, of course, remember when we couldn't go through one whole episode without her talking <laughs> about Annabelle crab or Lee Sales?
0: They just oh, there's so, a fo- there's a photo of Annabelle and Lee on Instagram at the moment, and Lee is wearing this green knitted cowl around I've her had neck. I've made two of those. Yeah, I know. I made ten. <laughs> that's plenty for you. There's one left, everyone. <laughs> and uh, uh no, I know no, 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 that's a lie. I made eight. Um, liar. No, I did. I made eight. So anyway, I thought this is the moment. Is oh no! So so Lee has this knitted green cowl on in this photo on Instagram at the moment. You should go and look at it. And I want it. I don't know where she got it from, but I need it and I want it. I bet like some bloody, you know. Please don't stop wearing I bet a fan. I, wear, I bet a fan of hers. Don't wear things
2: know. like cowls.
0: Oh, no. I've got, you yeah, know, cowls because it's a scarf, but you don't have to worry about it, how it's going to sit and where it's going to fall. You just wrap it around your head and put it over the top and off and you go. And off
2: you go to the ABC with your funky earrings and yeah. your weird glasses. Yeah. Oh. Look <laughs> at that. Hello. Um, <laughs> can we get to the point? It's a no to pee. Go. Oh, so, I you so. and then so I thought, no, I'm going to do it. So I went over and I said, Lee Sales, my name's Kate um, Murphy. You might have heard of a little podcast called The Hot Flush. Um, she looked
0: blankly at us. She suppose. looked at us and blinked. I
1: no, said, anyway, I wasn't there yet, was I? I anyway, wasn't. There. No. I said,
2: anyway, I've got my friend um, who is the other part of the world famous duo known as The Hot Flush. Mm. Uh, and she is like your number one fan. And mm. then I went over to Kim and said, "Carry up, hurry up!" She goes, no, I'm talking to someone." And I'm like, "Get your fucking ass over here now!" And I dragged her over. And then I, I sort of projected Kim onto Lee Sales, where with Kim, no warning, where Kim stood there like a slap-jawed yokel. <laughs> and I went, "Kim, look who it is!
0: It's Lee Sales." Oh God! You can't. It was so unfair. So then I made some sort of reference to how. When we first arrived at the venue, there was a wake going on. For a rockabilly. For a rockabilly. So the music was awesome. And there were lots of people like, you know, doing sort of um, Lindy Hop and just, it was just great. And I was like, oh yeah, I thought I th- it was really unusual for, you know, Rick to sort of have such a sort of country hillbilly sort of rockabilly theme going on. And then I realized it was a wake for someone who died. And I was just, and then of course. Lisa's father had passed away like yeah. barely a month before, yeah. maybe even only like two yeah. weeks. But then you just kept going. I kept going. I kept, kept going. And then I just tried to apologise. I went, "Oh my god, that's so insensitive." And and uh, she just kept like she was nice. she was doing the she was doing the very professional smile and wave, boys smile and wave. Oh,
2: and then Samantha Maiden was there. By this stage, I'd had a little bit to drink, so I went up to her and I said. Hi Samantha! <laughs> oh my god! Um, I follow you on Twitter, and I really like what you write because I think she is quite like she's troubled. Oh, she she is, yeah. and she's naughty and I think that,
0: as well she's really naughty. And, and, she's and really I angry.
2: like I like that she's though. Like, she's it's sort just, of angry. It's like the Which is opposite great. of Lee Sales. Yes,
0: and she was
1: pissed. <laughs> yes, she no, was. no,
2: no, not cranky. She yeah. was pissed. Yeah, she was, and she looked back and she staggered at me and shut an eye and said who the hell are you? <laughs> and I looked at her with all honesty and I said, I am a nobody. <laughs> and then I went outside.
0: Oh, she wrote this great thing the other day about, um, how there was a press conference with the, um, with Scott Morrison. And when you actually went to check the transcript, this particular question that had been posed to the prime minister was, uh, the caretaker prime minister, uh, Was listed in the transcript as inaudible, but the journal had actually said, What is the minister's response to uh, accusation, you know, to such and such calling him a spiv? And like, to which, you know, he was just sort of bustled off. And now, is everyone fully aware of what a spiv is? Because I've sort of heard it used, but I didn't really. It's a very old
2: fashioned term. It's a
0: really old word, and I love it because when I looked it up, it's an informal word for a man, typically a flashy dresser, who makes a living by disreputable dealings. I love it. I think he was making, yes. I can't remember if it was snake actually... Snake oil salesman? A snake oil salesman or a spiv. Wow. Isn't spiv a great word? Well, I
2: was, but I thought there was some racial connotation, so I've never really used it. But now I know what it means. Yeah. It can be part of, it, part of my daily
0: vocabulary. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Because Annabelle Crabb actually referred to Lee Slales as a slapper. And I'm like, we don't use that enough. Only I as love ter- that. As a term of endearment, like to all your mates. Oh, you slapper. Oh, Such yeah. an Australian thing to mold. do, isn't it? We're going to take slapper. a break, and when we come back, we're going to do.
2: You've got here music reviews and movie reviews. You can yeah. pick one or the other. No, no, I'm doing both. We're doing drawing a line in the sand. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Kim's Test Kitchen. Oh, just you latest right. public humiliations. Well,
0: I think I've already well, done actually, that. Actually, my, late, my
2: latest public no, no, humiliation we're doing it after the ties break.
0: in to my okay. Test Kitchen,
2: and we're going to introduce a new
0: section this week. <clears throat> um,
2: a young man, a budding beauty blogger. <laughs> Vlogger by the name of Jack is going to come and give us his recommendation for the week with regards to your beauty. Ooh. See you after the break. Okay.
1: Really
2: And we're back. Hello. With the Hot
1: Flush, The premiere my...
2: podcast for the perimenopausal. Oh, Do you know the origin of that song? No. So Lily Allen wrote that um, to George W. Bush. Oh really? Yeah. So when you listen to it again, then all the all of the lyrics make sense.
0: Do you know? I love Lily Allen, I and love if her you too. actually her songs, like her songwriting is phenomenal. Like every song is awesome. She's
2: like Amy Winehouse,
0: but I love yeah. Her.
2: I've been watching the Amy Winehouse documentary on
0: Netflix. So sad. I've heard that it's just terrible. So sad. And you just watch all these people around her that are basically bleeding her to death for their own betterment. Revolting. Terrible.
2: Um, We're going to knock this on the head because we've got a special guest in the studio today. (gasps) There's a special guest. Um, His name is Jack Work. He's a 13-year-old wannabe beauty vlogger and uh, influencer. Oh, hang on. Hang on. He's now... Oh, God, he's himself. hustling
0: in. He wants to... He... Okay,
2: so he's going to spend so a hi minute... hi, Hello. Um, ...telling you about his latest uh,
1: beauty find, which he can recommend to women
2: of a certain age.
1: No, so this... Ma- <clears throat> so this is actually a mask from Priceline. And it's nice. Si- yes.
2: Potential sponsorship. Right uh, um,
1: yes. It is an... I, I don't know how to pronounce this well, but it's... Alia. Alia. A-L-Y-A. Skin. Um, so that's the brand. And you can also get it on the website. It is, it is a bit pricey. However, it does pretty much everything. Well, how, how much coin? How, how much are we talking Um its nine ninety nine. Jesus. How did you get it? <laughs> From, um. <laughs> oh, God. I mean,
0: that would have I'm been sorry. a nice bottle of champagne. No, no. Jesus. i got to buy a bottle of vert for that. Uh, um, well, it's a very, and it's not a big tub, people, but that cl- this clay stuff, it can last, it goes a long yeah. way, doesn't it, Jack?
1: So, it is a clay mask, um, and Speaking for that, it is Betty. a pink clay mask, but there's 120 grams, which is actually kind of a lot. Is but it? But it's kind of small. Not in
0: my budget, is it? 120
1: grams divided so by. So, tell, tell tell the punters.
0: What it does. What it does. Um,
1: <laughs> so, this mask.
2: In your own experiences. Yes. is um, so you're using it. You've got 13-year-old skin without a wrinkle or a blemish.
1: I do have wrinkles under my eyes. <laughs> Can you not? Um, stop exposing me. So this detoxifies and brightens. Um, it is also really good for sensitive skin because I tend to break <coughs> out on my nose if there's something that... Excuse me. Cold.
2: What about your mother's breakout last week?
1: Oh yeah, my mum had a massive breakout and I put some on, and it disappeared in the next two days.
0: Well, that's because um, she dug at it with a <laughs> spatula, with a <laughs> chainsaw, a trowel. <laughs> Sorry, um, darling, we we're interrupting.
1: And it also gets like really bad bacteria after your face and stuff. And it, um, and the brand is actually vegan and cruelty free. So you can
0: eat it. So it's vegan. It's vegan free. So <laughs> no, say, it's not. Tub of lard.
1: It's not made with animal products. I know. I'm
0: I'm sorry. I'm being... And what would you give it out of 10?
1: I would give it a 9.5 actually because it does a very good job. But I think the price is a little too high. However, it is a good purchase.
0: Thank you, darling. Thank you. So it is called Alia Skin
1: and it is the... The Pink Perfect Australian Pink Clay Mask.
0: There we go, and I think it's currently on sale on the price. Oh no, is that on their website? No,
1: on the on their website, at it's the there's twenty
0: percent off for yeah. Easter at the moment. So there when you go. It
1: only lasts.
0: Oh, when does it end tonight? Oh, six, six hours. hours. So by the time you get this, it'll be gone. Yes, because there's yes, I'm hopeless at getting we'll something a a timely fashion. Thank
2: you, Jack Woog, for your inaugural beauty spot session. And uh, go and part and do duck faces in the selfie mirror.
0: And uh, I'll just let you know I'm that. Sorry,
1: that is not what I do. I'm <laughs> not. I am not an
0: influencer. <laughs> okay, thanks, Jack. Mm? Oh my God, he's giving his mum like this stink eye. Hey, um, I'm just there, under out... a very nice set of perfectly manicured eyebrows, my ass Yes. <laughs> um, I'd like to um just point out that that clay mask would is basically forty five cents per gram. Is that good or bad? I don't, I don't know. know. Who, Who knows?
1: knows?
0: Anyway. Anyway, uh, I'll get you to put it on. Moving along. He's
2: giving me the thumbs up. Thank you, Jack. Moving right along. Right. Okay. Are we ready to let Kim a little bit off the leash? <laughs> Which one do you want? Oh, I just... I'm
0: ready. <laughs> I'm ready. I've, I've, okay. I'm under my
2: second glass of $6 Audi wine, yeah. which means that I'm going to have a migraine in about two hours. Fast and loose, fast
0: and loose. Okay, so I think we're going to... um, uh, Our dear friend, uh, Sawhole and I were talking this week because she is sending me uh, a boob-enhancing product to trial. So, and we were laughing that I should do some sort of, you know, Kim tries, dot, dot, dot. So I thought we could call it Kim's Test Kitchen. And... Today. Well, Kim's testicles. <laughs> today in Kim's Test Kitchen, I am trying out the Cotton's brand of sanitary products. I am trying out their perimenopausal pad. I am gonna let you finish because I have so many things to say about this. Right. If it's similar to the vein where I saw the ad on Instagram and sent a message to them saying, if you are repackaging products at a high, that already exist for a higher price to just target a market, that is poor form. Did is they that... get back to you? Yes. They came back to me and were like, no, this is a completely different product. Well, Was I... it some 22-year-old oh, yeah. male from the
2: bloody male? Or... From
0: the PR agency. Yeah.
2: Yeah, right. Okay. Let's go.
0: So anyway, so I bought a packet of the Cotton sanitary pads for the perimenopausal. I do believe it is the size of a longboard. Okay, surfboard, as in not even to scale, just an actual longboard between my legs, but just made. Is as- that what's coming out the top of That's your top? Right, yes. See this? Is how you can just see this up here? Yes. It's not. It's not. Uh, no. It's. It's not just part of my shirt. It's actually. The part of my sanitary pad to catch all of the perimenopausal flow right so I decided today so my period to start with was I don't know 100 days late no it wasn't it was about 6 days late which of course exacerbated last week's yep. horror zone and uh it arrived last night and I was like thank god so I went okay I'm gonna give these pads a go I'm gonna give them a red hot go so I had had one on today I haven't worn pads for a long time I'm a tampon girl for the better part of the last I don't know 20 years so I have to say for the first point it is quite weird feeling your flow that's weird but I'm wearing them right and it seems to work catches because you know how I don't know it's so much blood so that seems to be working we get to wear it I'm at the mall with Grovy and I'm like oh, I need a toilet I had to go to the toilet big emergency toilet run go to the toilet. Everything. Leave the toilet, you know, like a normal human. Wash my hands with soap and water and dry them, and like you do, like a normal human. And then we're standing in tea too, because I'm looking for a calming tea after last week's episode. And I, I and we're standing there, and then I can feel a gush, and I just, and then I realise that I basically have. The equivalent of a rain shower head. My whisker biscuit has turned into a rain shower head in my pants. And I can just feel it like, like dropping down my pants. Like not running. Like a rush of like like a rain shower head in your shower. Like just it's like a like just down my legs. I can feel it all the way right down. Cause I'm wearing I'm wearing my drop crotch like Target pants. You know yeah, how yeah. We, we both bought hundreds of pairs in the last year? And I just stand there and I look at, and I just get this look on my face. And Grover goes, "What? What? What?" And I went, "I think I'm
2: just, like I'm just no You said, "You said I think that's Peter Fitzsimmons over there." <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I was just like, my "Periods just running down my legs. Can you see anything?" And he goes, "You have pants on." And I went, "No, no. Like, is it? Can you see it leak? Like, he said, do they look wet?" Like, so my sons love to discuss this stuff with And their so, mates. and I'm just going, "What is happening? Like, what is happening?" So, I then unfortunately stuck, sort of just put my hand in the top of my pants. That was a mistake. Oh, God. And then I'm there just going, what the fuck? And he goes, do we need to go? Do we need to go? What, what are you going to do? What you, I just, I just need a bathroom. I just need a bathroom. I need to work out what is happening. You're going to have to put so many disclaimers at the top of this podcast, <laughs> by the way. So, anyway, I realised that when I got up off the toilet, the top part of the pad, because they are so long... It's seriously like I think an old sanitary pad from the turn of last century when they'd just wear like a cloth. Yeah and then have it. And that's co- where the word rags came from. Yeah, you rags, got your rags. You got your rags. And you, they would tie up and then belt them around the oh, waist. Oh yes, yes, yes. So yes. it's that big, right? It's you know, it's a surfboard. And I so when I've stood like a mattress. Up, when I've stood up, the top part of that pad has folded <laughs> down. So when there's flow there's no absorption it's just on the plastic back backing bit the fact that i hadn't noticed the adhesive on my whisker whisk biscuit was, was n- n- never mind about that but so i'm just going so i get to the so then i'm like where's the nearest toilet so you're into david jones i like i know there's a toilet there's a toilet just and fancy toilet right too. and a nice toilet yeah and so we go through the women's a sign for restrooms. So we go in through all the women's lingerie. Grovy, like Grovy's just going, oh. <laughs> I'm so glad I decided to come with you today. I mean I did get char time and KFC, but this is really beyond the pale. And we get and then I walk up the stairs and then I'm like, there's the men's restroom. So you have to go through the women's lingerie. Oh God, I hate that. Women's lingerie. And then you go up some stairs, and then there's the men's toilet at the end. No women's toilet. No women's toilet need the lingerie section yep because of the wanking David Jones at Ringamall. no female toilet in, in the lingerie because
2: they just all go in the ladies at those, shoes section look at those beautiful women on the billboards and let's just go and and walk, let's out.
0: just go and walk through the women's lingerie go and you know have a you know have a tug and then oh
2: gross
0: you know tug one out-huh
2: mm.
0: anyway oh, so'm standing there and there's a sort of a whole a corridor right you know that's you can't see anything you've gone up some stairs and then it goes into like a T and down that way and it's you know like a hallway and so I'm just going because and then so I literally no she's taking off my movie reviews I need to talk to you about that no 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 she doesn't so she anyway so I literally in the middle of this hallway just reach in my pants and unfold the bit of the pad that's folded over ow yeah but but I have to say I then proceeded to bleed for love For, you know, what is it? God and country. Woogs just sculled her $6 wine. It's the only way to actually consume (laughs) it. (laughs) And uh, it held out. I I must say, you know, despite it failing really from operator, um, uh, what's it called? Operator um, error. (laughs) (laughs) Can
2: can I just ask you to pause for a second? Yes. Were you wearing it? As a perimenopausal pad, and accidentally got your period on top of it. Is that how it worked? What? You're wearing the perimenopausal pad. Yeah. Did you wear it just to trial it, and then you got your period? No, no. I was wearing it because I had my period. Okay, so you didn't use a tampon. No. But I thought, from my understanding, was it was for in between your periods,
0: for like schmegma and stuff. Oh, you can't wear that just in between your periods. That's ridiculous. I can feel it in my ass crack. Oh, God. I keep actually feeling up why the back. Why would you wear a pad? I feel like I can feel it. Like, I keep going, oh, what's are, that in my ass crack? And it's peri- the top of the pad.
2: Pause. <laughs> when you're perimenopausal, your periods become extremely, in some cases, clancy of the overflow. Oh, yeah, it's, let me tell you. But, like, I don't know why that this company is it Carefree? Who is it? Cotex? So it's cotton. It's cottons. I don't know who makes cottons. Okay, well, they am looking to buy one of the big four. Um, it's just creating a, a need that is not there. And that's like things like when they're making like sausage roll flavoured Smith's crisps and stuff like that. They're creating shit we don't need.
0: What was no, that? Just, just say that just... again because I forgot to listen. <laughs> no, no. We're moving forward. <laughs> we're moving forward. No, no. Hang on. This is important. To uh, you? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else is just going, make her stop. Make her stop. Okay, I'm looking at no, I want to see what they say. Oh,
1: blah blah
0: blah blah.
2: This is bad, Kim. This is bad.
0: Well you can talk. Keep talking.
2: Oh I am allowed to talk now. Yeah. Okay. You're always allowed to talk. I am. Um I went to Kirribilli Markets today. Oh Market. God I hate them. Oh, and I went with a friend Mrs Goodman we took our kids and we walked around and we listened to some jazz singer playing um, Hit Me Baby One More Time which was quite funny and uh, I noticed there's a lot of Instagram uh, influencer type looking people selling a lot of clothes that I think designers and brands send to them and they take a photo of them in the once and tag the brand and then they go down and sell them (laughs) Now I know a lot of bloggers, you know, get free shit and then they sell them. I don't know, it doesn't sit well with me. I don't it doesn't sit well with me at all. It doesn't no, sit well like, with me it at all. If, if someone sends you I something, mean, give it away, give it give, to your mates. Give it to charity or send it back or tell them that you don't want to. And if
0: it's really fancy pants stuff, why don't you look up the um you know the, the charity that gets all the outfits for women to wear to work? Yeah, I mean who why? Come would from they a be? low socioeconomic background Yeah, dress
2: for success. That's it, yeah.
0: Okay just dist- distasteful. Okay. okay, I'm just coming back to the pad. Embarrassment to the industry um it's actually for they it, it is actually for periods that can be very heavy it's for period that they have a double winged structure for extra security and they are exceptionally sounds like, it
2: sounds like golden max <laughs> oh my god they're super
0: max ah god my period was so heavy today i went into super max <laughs> I was in solitary because of how bad it was. Oh, my God. Let's just start using, like, like supermax prisons as an, as an, as an analogy. Or oh,
2: yes, it's really bad. Or then you could be, like, at that one out near Richmond, which is, like, not so highly secure. Oh. Or, like, a penitentiary farm, which is when you've just got one drop or two. Oh.
0: So when you because I know that that Lithgow and Bathurst and Goulburn and the two in Sydney, they're all full on yeah, full of all the you don't brown. want a long bay period no
2: <laughs> when someone has to chop her in and lift you out of it <laughs> oh no, Jesus there's there one up near Singleton that's a nice dairy farm or something like that that's the sort of period I want
0: <laughs> you just want weekend detention. <laughs>
2: monitor period. I'm just that's right. Probationary period. Is this just household like detention? Pop into chats with police oh. once a day. Oh. Not with this supermax, period. Anyway, can we move on now? Because I'm bored.
0: That is really boring, isn't it? Um, okay, I'm going to very, very quickly touch on something. Because we need to move on to the reader's question, so we're running out of time. Um, if you have not seen... Um, the Avengers Endgame, You have to go and see it. It oh is just God, a brilliant boring. movie. And look, even if you are not a superhero movie person, and you won't get a lot of like, you won't get you won't pick up on a lot of the the um, the backstory. But in terms of an actual movie, watching a movie, it's a it's it's amazing. Um, that's that. And I can't wait to see the the latest Lego movie. I uh, Haven't seen that yet. And the new Pink Album. I'm, I don't rate it. Oh, yeah. I didn't really. Have you I'm heard really... Taylor Swift's new single? No. Dreadful. Yeah, I don't. I'm because you know, of, you I, know I, me
2: being I, a multi uh, like millionaire you know, yeah. author. Best. Right? K-tri- k-tri- oh, I'm, like... critique. 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 I'm happy to critique.
0: Are you right? Critique.
2: Hamlet. Critique. Critique. Happy to critique. It's that bloody wine. I'm telling you. It it? as bloody. Um, it's like <clears> bad tasting. Like not great. it really
0: is not great. It's very um, round around the edges, like it's it's fruity and round.
2: Chugging vinegar. Anyway,
0: Um, so I adore Pink. I think she's an incredible role model for young women, as well as being incredibly talented. But this latest album just snore. Okay, right.
2: I just got a text from Jack saying that he can hear us screaming. From his room, which is the other side of the
0: house. (laughs) Well, no one should be complaining that they can't hear us this week. Uh, Right. We're going to our favourite part. Oh, can we just say thank you
2: to everyone who's joined the hot flush. Look, there's another three that's just joined in the last half an hour. Oh, goodness. So if you could actually like and tell your friends
0: and... What you need to do. This is a critical point for... The future uh, of the flush. For Kate and my ego and for the betterment of the podcast is that you must go and rate the podcast on whatever podcasting app you listen to us on as well as leaving an incredibly positive and Gushing. gushingly emotive and glowing reference At for how much you love us. At 120 words. Yeah. It's really, we just please, just for us, just do it. Just do it. Alright. Take you one second. Um. Yeah. Okay. Alison.
2: Mm-hmm. Speaking of body hair, I think my leg hair is thinning. Could be this be the first upside of menopause. Yes. Yes. Hair hair grows where things didn't grow before. The backs of my thighs are currently like swass like like swass what? <laughs> a sasquatch. A sasquatch! <laughs> <laughs> my words aren't coming out like that. I they're coming out a sasquatch. A, like a Wookiee. Are yeah, you a Wookiee. Um, my my arms and my legs, lower legs, are quite sparse. I've got like one pube left. Oh, really? Yeah, and I've, my beard and moustache are coming in well. Yeah. So it's totally a sign of right. menopause. Um, Deborah says since menopause, I've never left home without tweezers or magnifying mirror.
0: Yeah, it's just good practice. Deborah. Do you know? I actually bought two magnifying mirrors online yesterday. Two that magnified a 15 times. It's the best. Because I know that I'm getting both. I, I bought two because I know that my children will take one of them yeah. and I'll never find oh, it no. again. Well, Jack's got one and I've got one, so yeah. I've got two. Um, so
2: I'm just going to already explain that. Oh, Dorothy, can we please discuss how annoying skin tags are? Dorothy, yes. Skin tags are hereditary, so if your parents have them, it's ah. more chance that you have them. Really? Yeah. Um, I have one. I'll show you. Oh, God. Oh, that's an unfortunate spot. Right under my left breast. And it's like a a rice bubble. I will. I'll just put it on the list of things that I need to do. I've got one here. Look. uh, uh, Is it there? Yeah, that's great. So you do tend (laughs) to get them. You do tend to get them. Not that we body shame each other. You do tend to get them, Dorothy, where their skin folds, So under your arms, under your breasts, groin area. Yeah. Neck as well so
0: so you've got yeah, one there. I've got one right there on my neck that one on my neck has appeared in the last I've eight months I've got a matchy yeah a matchy. eight months it's only appeared in the last eight months okay so there's a couple of things you can do um
2: I've, I've them off with a with nail clippers you can do that if you're a <laughs> Uh Get your hands on some apple cider vinegar and dab it on. You do will actually smell like this cheap-ass, nasty fucking <laughs> alvy wine if you do that. So. Um, or, <laughs> hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> or you can get a piece of tiny string oh, and tie them around and starve it. But what I would do, Dorothy, if they're bothering you that much, just go to the doctor and the doctor will just take them all off.
0: Yeah. He'll just put some numbing cream on them all and just snip, 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 snip. snip. Done. Yep. Or they use that little... If you go to the actual skin specialist, they use that little torchy thing and they freeze them off. Yeah, so you don't need to live with them. Yeah, they are gross. And you know, um, they were, I read something about how you get more of them when you've when you've had children. Yeah, as of well. course.
2: I didn't have them before then. Kim, impending surgical. I'm going to let you do
0: this because it's got big words in it, and I don't know how to pronounce that because <laughs> I don't even know how to pronounce that squat. Oh, so this is from our beautiful Kim. Impending surgical laparoscopy. Laparosc- Oh, for fuck's sake. It's catching. So, she's having it by... Um, keyhole. Laparoscope. Like, key, keyhole. Menopause at 44. Ovaries and uterus being removed. Other flushes experience this. Uh, Kim, I'm going to put the call out to my friend Kiralee and to also to Bronwyn. Although, Bronwyn didn't have it done by keyhole. Um, and I'm not sure if killed did either. But, um, yeah, doctors say these things are going to be a walk in the park. Listen... Everyone I know who has had a hysterectomy, while they ultimately say it is the best thing I ever did, it takes, you need to really rest for six weeks, like really rest. But then it really does take, um, quite a few months for you to get back to normal in terms of your energy levels. This is the big thing that a lot of people talk about after they've had, um, after they have had any major surgery is often the tiredness is the thing that gets you afterwards. So yeah, it does take time. But, um, and I, and I can see that a lot of our followers have been doing this, um, have been responding to you. So that is good because that is why we are here, ladies and gentlemen, is to support each other and to not point out things that when someone is saying something really amazing to just go, I wish you didn't wear black ladies. I was very cranky at you about that. And I might add, yes, it was the day before my period arrived, but build each other up, not knock each other down. I ain't got no time for that. I ain't got no
2: time for that.
0: Ruthie. I think it's decidedly convenient
2: and possibly not even coincidental that a level in declining vision runs parallel <laughs> with greying, thinning <clears throat> hair, dry flaky skin, wrinkle, wrinklelessness, wrinkles, droopiness, bag and dragon. So if you really can't see it, doesn't matter. I love her. Do you <laughs> I love her? Know. Yes. She's just the best. The best. Okay, we got, we're not going to have time to go everyone. Oh, yeah, come on. No, oh, don't. I,
0: I, I don't. Oh, you've got to actually go and cook dinner. I've made dinner, but I can be pretty much guaranteed that none of my children have put it into a bowl.
2: How do you get your reading mojo back, Belinda? You put your
0: phone down. Yeah. <laughs> put your phone down. You get put rid of your it. phone down. You put it in a different room. You leave yeah. it in your bag. You put it on silent so you yeah. don't hear it.
2: Yeah. Oh, and Nicole's come back and said make an effort to leave devices out of the bedroom.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
2: That's it. Cycle. Eloise, my cycle is around 23 days, but my doctor says, I'm not peri. Any ideas? Has he done a blood test on you?
0: But what do you mean it's every 23 days? That seems very quick. That's every That's three like, weeks. What do you mean? That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't... Being perimenopausal isn't... It's actually that it's irregular and that it's and that it's a incredibly heavy flow um, and and it renders one useless and it's irregular it's not actually the length of the cycle in but between. I would still be worrying about oh not worrying but i are still investigating a 23 day cycle I well think. I, I think if it depends if it's been 23 days
2: your whole life well, I've done 5 seconds <sighs> of watching ER Mate, I know what I'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> Heidi this is one for me Hiding new hiding places for my moustache tweezers my 16 year old keeps pinching them and I'll be able to plait them soon they're fuckers I tell you those teenage kids I know do you know what? I caught one of mine digging out a blackhead in his nose with one of my earrings. <gasps> my Kate Spade earring. <laughs> digging out a blackhead. Digging out a blackhead
0: with an earring.
2: I lost my shit.
0: Did you not buy him did you buy one of the blackhead, like the blackhead getter outers? Yeah, They're great. Uh, I've got yeah. two of those at home. I love them. Wait, was that when I needed it during Yeah, the that? that's true. How to help your
2: 16 year old who's suffering panic attacks. I know Kim has mentioned oh. her. So. Okay, I'll well, leave that one
0: over to you. That is from Helen. Helen. It's oh. terrible. I've got Okay, one. I think you, I, one of the first things I would do is get, um, is look at the kids' helpline. Help so and, good. And their website. I, I'm presuming they have a website. I've as done well. a lot of work with them and they are bloody legit. Yep. And I would do that and I would look at the black dog website. Yep. And the thing that I found with my boys when they've gone through really tough patches with anxiety and with having starting to experience panic panic attacks is while they need your love and support they, need they also but they If they see you seeking out other information to help them, it shows them how much you care about them because you're looking to other sources of information. It's not just coming from you. You're not trying to be everything to them. You're saying, let's have a look at this site together and see what we can do. we will
2: work it. Make it a team thing. One of my sons suffered really
0: badly for about three years
2: um, until it got to the point that I knew I had to take it seriously and I turned up at the local hospital, at the youth mental health ward, and said, I ain't going anywhere. Yeah. Because you really need to put your mum there. And he's a different kid now. And we just did the work and we found a great... Um, yeah. Oh, hi darling. We're podcasting.
0: Oops. <laughs> like we're just sitting in here having a chat with the door shut. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, uh, there is help out there,
0: uh, and just get onto it. And also, there is a book called "Living with It." I've got a copy in my that bedroom is by Bev. Really good, Bev Nesbit. Bev someone Nesbitt. Um It's tiny, though. You can read it in like less than an hour. It's very practical. I still I read it like eleven years ago, and I still use things out of that. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving on. Moving on. Trenches, uh, Michelle. Trenches. Holy shit. Okay. It's, it's like my tongue has swollen. Transition. Yeah, maybe you're having an allergic reaction to <laughs> cheap wine. <laughs> Where is my Cock foster? See, I can't even say that! No! Where is my Shore and Smith when I need it? Uh, transitioning to grey hair and embracing it. Oh, now I had a. There's actually. That's really good. There's people there who talk through what to do there. Um, a friend of mine did it as well, and now she is a rockin'. Oh, I think rockin'. Look like yes, Have you seen yeah.
2: Veggie Mama? Oh, my God. I know. she's Yeah,
0: she's working it. But she's it. like, yeah. I showed, I, I showed Rob, Veggie Mama, the other day. And he actually, his first reaction when he saw her was like, holy shit. Yeah.
2: That's like Mr. Woogie He says he only reads Veggie Mama for the articles. <laughs> <laughs> veggie Mama is also an old school blogger from back old in the school. day. And she's the oh, she's the hot, oh, hot Now, woman.
0: Alicia Beckerman. Oh, no, no surnames. Um, <laughs> Alicia Brown. Alicia Brown. Uh, talks about how to get rid of those tiny broken capillaries on your face, around your nose. I've got them too. Can you see those, like, tiny little red broken capillaries? Yeah, that's from the days that you were a failed... Yeah. Yes, that's right. Yes, I don't know what yours are from, but mine was from a very long and sustained, unsuccessful period as being a fat bulimic. Um, I think you can get laser... Vascular laser at dermatologists. Yep. Uh, Oh, my God, covered by Medicare with referral. Geraldine, thank you for that information. <laughs> Screenshot. Thank yep. you. Uh, Helen. Oh, Helen's sad. Oh, yes. So, Helen, I get this. So, Helen's talking about how she's sad, but not in a sad way, if that makes yep. sense. And Perfect. It so does. I was talking to a friend of ours, The you know the um, the flusher whose story I told you about last week with her ex-husband passing away? She actually asked me this morning, how are you? And I said, uh, she said, are you okay? And I said, I'm not. But at the same time, I'm fine, if that makes sense. Right? This is the same thing. You're sad, but not that way. Her daughter, uh, Helen's daughter is 17, and she's finding her independence. And she loves it so much. But she's sad and teary that things are changing so fast. And um, she's happy that she's a strong young woman who knows her mind. Uh, I have a super supportive husband. Enough things to occupy me. I'm just sad. It's your fucking hormones, Helen. Oh, yeah. Your hormones aren't helping you, (laughs) Helen. But I get it. I get it. Oh, I see okay. it with Felix. as well. It's this real poignancy as your kids get to that point where, particularly like Felix is now like, you know, she said to me, "They're not smoking such so weed," and he was just like, "Yeah, hey, I, I don't have the money. I can't afford it." I'm like, "Phew!" And he said, "I thought you'd be more concerned about binge drinking than the weed smoking." And then we had this really great conversation about it, and and I'm just sort of like, it's such a weird bittersweet time of you that they're, they're at ad- they're becoming okay. adults. I know. I you know, and as you,
2: you and Mr. We were in the kitchen, when yeah.
0: he said to you, "Is it just me, or like one day they grow two inches?" Yeah, yeah. And so, Helen, I, there's no answer, there's no solution, there's baby, no. Helen. <laughs> Have you thought about fostering? <laughs> Oh, well, there's a lot of kids that could do with a Well, there's a lot of kids. Mom. And I, don't you worry, I thought about it a lot. Except, you know, the whole concept of the fact that they'd have to live in a shed out the back. And maybe that's not exactly helpful. Um, oh, and then Cindy shares us some love and says she loves listening to us. But also that the Newcastle flushes are Oh, you catch that! Oh, is, my God, that's so that's good. The best thing I've heard all day. I, I know, love we just, that. yeah, that's awesome. Um, oh, that's so special. Meryn wants tips to get off the couch. When, to go for a walk. She lives in Bris Vegas. Too hot. Well, she's actually saying that the weather's not that hot. Like, it's not complaining about the heat. Okay, my best friend, Osha. Yes. He has this really good tip. Marin, I hope you're
2: listening. Listen. Set 10 minutes on your iPhone. Put it in your back pocket with the hot flush on. Just And just walk. And when the bit goes off, turn around and walk home. Yep. Yep. How easy is that? So you're just walking. It doesn't matter where you walk, or you don't have a circuit. Yeah, you've walked for 20 minutes.
0: So a friend of mine's sister, who has is really in a tough place at the moment with her mental health, who I've been speaking to. Well, I spoke to her once, um, and then we were texting a bit. And I said to well, her, "You need to get out of the house." Yeah. And I said, "But don't, don't put expectations <laughs> on you about getting out of the house. So go, I'm going for a walk for half an hour. No. i said, go to I said, go the end of the block, yeah. like just. Just go. I'm just walking. I'm just walking to the end of the block and back. Yeah. And if you get to the end of the block, and you feel like it, walk to the next block. Walk to the next block. That's how our friend Steph Deck lost a shit ton of weight. Well, because and sorted her mental health. Can out I with. tell her? Tell you that that was all my doing. It was all my doing. Oh, okay. Steph runs marathons now because of me. Because you trained her for them. So I was a runner. I was running. Yes, and that's and right. Stuff. Fat matter. I was. Yeah. Well, I was. It was before tough Mudder, but I was, <laughs> I was fat mother. I was a fat runner. No, oh, remember, right. I was a fat runner. Yeah, on the ABC. Yeah, on the ABC, I used to ring in as a fat runner, <laughs> and I was running. And she. We, and then I was organising a school a reunion.
2: time. Yeah,
0: and I was going to the school reunion. Well, I was organizing it and she was in the UK and she contacted me and she said, oh, look, you know, I can't come because I'm here. I've just had my fourth and, or I thought, I don't even know if she'd actually had, you know, she'd, she'd had a fourth and she was, you know, pushing maximum density, drinking like a fish. It was, she was not in a good place. Not happy. And she said, oh, I just see, you know, I just see you getting out there and you're just such a, and I said, I said, dude, just because she's lived near the tens. And I said, just run from one light post to the next and then just keep walking. Mm. And then next week, go to the second run to two or, Mm. you know, and now she runs marathons. Yes. All over the world. It was my doing. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, you need to, yeah, it's that, but that's right. It's just an osher, you know, like osher advice is good. Osher, anything osher is good. Oh, more talking about body hair. Yeah. Just terrible. Yeah. (laughs) Then you all talked about Brené Brown and I got angry at you. Um, Harriet, I'm not happy about that. Your son seeing that video. That's just terrible. But let's just... And it is terrible. I don't want to diminish that. That it's horrifying. And and he saw a video of a, a, a animal cruelty uh, on his Instagram. Feed. Oh, that's dreadful. Um, like you, but you, you've addressed it, and then you need to let it go. And you need to just say to him, "Look, if you need to talk about this, if you want to, then you do, then you give him that space. But if you keep talking about it, that's when. He, and suddenly, you know, in ten years, when he's a drug addict, and you'll just go, "It's because he saw that dog being beaten." Just don't. Oh God, that was really harsh. I'm sorry. It's that day two. bad. Sorry, Harriet. It's day two. Uh, but that's not me, Harriet. <laughs>
2: Mrs. Weig is here for you.
0: But it is. Te- I mean, oh God, when your kids see that, song, I know. I, I know, And
2: I've got a friend whose daughter saw porn way too young and way. Back and is she home. a hooker now? No, she's not a hooker. She's absolutely beautiful. She Is really a No. Not. Oh, wow. Well, look at that. Yeah. She's actually
0: okay. Yeah, but yeah. It, it, the at the time. Addressed it and yeah. Moved on. Yeah, you just move on. You do... It only becomes an issue if you make it an issue. Can I tell you, though, when
2: I was about four, I was watching, like, some documentary, and I saw a little baby fawn get eaten by, a, a, like, an elephant, a, <laughs> uh, a lion, and a works. I can still see it in my head.
0: Yeah, that's helping. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, that is enough. That,
2: that is, is enough. And that is more than enough. We didn't even get into our political rant. So you've got some homework, biatchers. Like, comment, share, tell your friends. Get your friends into the Facebook crew because we're about to go global.
0: Oh, my God. Which okay. means that I might Hang on, like I'm hate. just, I'm, I'm, I'm halting our, oh. um, our... Ending thing. Do you remember Emma, who was the one who was talking about wanting to find a partner and how we all stacked on in terms of, you don't need to find a partner, you need to fall in love with yourself. God, oh, God yeah. help us all. God, we're, in, we're just insufferable. <laughs> anyway, she was having, she talked about how having a floor moment and yes. how we love that. Um, she's just put, she's just put up, look at this. She's just put up a, t- a singlet top saying having a floor moment and it's a chick lying down, lying down.
2: I need, we need to get that.
0: I need that. So,
2: Merchant, Merchant yeah, up. Yeah, oh, so we yeah. We can't do that because that's copying.
0: No, but Emma made it. Like oh, maybe... and she made it. Oh, well, I'm thinking she made well, it. Work Emma it Emma, did make it? And we can be a distribution. Emma will sell it, you know. Like, he... oh, she would buy Emma. Oh, look. Oh, my God. Kim said to her, I'll, I'm having a format with gold, merch. I'll buy, I would buy one. And Emma said to her, I'll make you one. And then Kim said to her, get that shit trademarked. And then she fucking made one. Flushers are just awesome. They are the best. They oh, are the best. I needed to, and then final update, which is ending on a good point, is the flusher whose story I was telling you about last night. Last she, week. Last week. Um, we were having a chat today, and I don't know why I can't find her feed, her her thing. How odd! Oh, there she is. Oh, oh, oh no! It must have been on Insta. Um, she was. Shh! Don't you. Don't, don't you? Don't you? I just gave her the look, the hairy eyeball. <laughs> so she said to me today, um, if you, if people wanted to know how she was, what the resolution was, um, the social worker at the hospital got air quotes moved on. Good, and the death certificate was provided by a nice man with a bald head. After I cried at him, nice men with bald heads. So yeah. I can walk away from this podcast
2: a better person. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, We are a bit late than normal. There was a lot of ramble. We didn't even get to the part where Kim was going to go off like a sock. I'm so glad we didn't. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next week. And as we like to say, just keep booking. If you can find your tweezers
1: and a really good magnifying mirror. (laughs) Bye.